together, Darla said, to show it's still just one share, right? A white bandana held her shoulder-length auburn hair in place. A towel was draped around her shoulders, revealing taut bare midriff, a strip of purple bikini across her chest. Her voice was a husky Lauren Bacall alto, melting pot accent straight from Southern Cal. Money smiled. He had wide-gapped teeth with silver fillings. That's the way it is. We're talking share number one as you. You get somebody else, babe, what you pay them is between the two of you, as I see it. Slightly nasal New York manner of rolling his syllables, wavy gray hair parted on the right, combed straight back from his forehead. I thought you said an even split, Basil Gershwin said. He stabbed the ham in place with his fork, sawed with his knife, then poked the severed bite into his mouth left-handed, with the prongs pointing down. I did, but there are limits, Money said. Everybody's got their own share to worry about, like running a hot dog stand or anything else. You taken a half million and blow six hundred thou? Hey, don't come running to me about it. For my part, I'm dealing with three people. You two plus the outside connect. Everybody's got the same share regardless. What you spend out of yours, well, hey. He spread his hands, palms up. I can't spend shit right now, Basil said. I got no money. A white San Diego marina cap squashed down his hair, tufts protruding over the tops of his ears. His baggy flowered bathing trunks were Fab Five style, down to his knees. We've talked about that, Money said. I'm fronting you traveling money. Nobody but me in a bind up front, okay? It's just once the profits are in, yours are yours and mine are mine. How we account for our money is our business. And turn that fork over. Basil froze with a bite an inch from his mouth. Huh? Money snatched Basil's fork turned up the prongs with a hunk of ham impaled. He carefully placed the handle in Basil's right hand, curling the thumb and forefinger around Miss Manor's fashion. That way, Money said. Bushy eyebrows moved closer together. The fuck you doing? Basil was shirtless, curly hairs around meaty brown nipples. His arms were thick, as were his calves and ankles. Darla spread her fingers across her forehead, shading her eyes. She looked toward the pool, her expression like, Oh, God. Money said to Basil, I'm not getting on you about your manners just for the hell of it. The fuck's wrong with the way I eat? Basil looked at his fork, now with the handle balanced on his curled middle digit. What we don't want, what none of us want, is for anybody to remember us. It's a posh neighborhood where we're going to be operating, at least as uptown as this place. Money gestured around at waiters hustling to and fro from the poolside bar, at women in French-cut one-piece suits, men in boxer trunks, and even one guy on a chaise lounge wearing bikini briefs. The sign beyond the low brick wall read, Newporter Inn Club. Visible on the horizon, Catamaran and schooner sails puffed out in the Southern California breeze.
A man wearing spotless white deck pants came out of the hotel, checked his watch, then went back inside. What you want to do, Money said, is dress and act so you're part of the scenery. Your clothes are an easy knockoff, that hat. And believe me, you go to these places eating as if you're from Dogpatch, shoveling it in, these waiters will remember you. You've got to blend in. I can do all that if I have to, Basel said. But this is just us. Meaning we're not due any respect? Money pointed a manicured finger toward Darla, who raised one foot up onto her chair, a tanned knee pointed up. You need to get in the habit, Money said. This isn't any West L.A. down here, my friend. Newport Beach people notice a